Hey chums, welcome back to a Game with Chums podcast. I'm your host once again, Paul Paulus, the artist formerly known as Paulus, the legendary Paulus, the mysterious Paulus, and the one, the man who walks in the shadows of the Valley of Death. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's me, Paul. Um, with me, as always, is my ever-reliable um, sidekick. You know, he's my Robin. He's my Tonto. He's the, you know, the less funny one of um, Dumb and Dumber. But he's, they're, they're always reliable. They're always here. Roars. Mr. Roars, how are you? How the devil are you? I'm all right. I'm just thinking you've got so many aliases. Police must be after you or something. That's what I said on the last podcast. Some serious trouble. Uh, I, I, yeah, call me paranoid, but I think there's a lot of people after me, man. Uh, not sure. Every time I walk down the street, someone says hello to me, so it kind of freaks me out. Yeah, well, I mean, you live in London, so people saying hello to you on the street is just just immediately strange. Yeah. Um, yeah speak, upon. Speaking of that, yeah, I, I I go for a I try to go for like morning runs, like twice twice or three times a week, just to like get my uh, blood pumping and stuff uh and um there's a street i'll go down a couple of streets um in the sort of dulwich area you know dulwich is dulwich is quite a uh, parts of it is really really like um sort well of to do. posh well to do and they smile at you there and say good morning and that throws me off because you know as a as a london I w- go, would you fucking say to me i'll just give them a dry slap but um they're normally like you know people walking their dogs elderly couple or people with children and um they'd normally like smile and say thank you when i let them go past or stop for them it's really like uh a lot of thing we've lost here in the, in the city and i think that's like that in a lot of western cities people are, tend to keep to themselves and i just say i don't say western i say even japan they like part they tend to keep to themselves but in london it's very much you know don't talk to me you know don't look at me talk to me there must be something wrong with you there must be something wrong or you're after something Mm. but um yeah that's just how it is man in some way i'm just trying to trying to take my pennies but uh anyway man like how you been man how's it going like what have you been doing what have you been playing what have you been doing i sound like your dad didn't i like what are you doing with your life boy school (laughs) yeah did you get good marks yeah. when's parent teacher evening yeah so i can give you a fucking good ironing if you've got bad result or get bad uh report what have i been doing i have been continuing to play jedi survivor which is very good um performance is a bit all over the place on xbox but it's very good game looks really good as well even like in the performance mode which is kind of apparently shockingly low resolution but then using like reconstruction techniques it still looks pretty good to me it still looks pretty sharp most of the time um and i have no idea how far i am in it because i don't really get much time during the week play it so i've been playing like 20 minutes a night before bed so no idea how far i am but i'm enjoying it it's good um i've um, i just left a planet that's in in a star wars film which is nice because the first one, you don't really go anywhere that you see in, like... I mean, I suppose, like, Fortress Inquisitorious is in the Obi-Wan show at this point. 
Um, and then like Ilum, where you go for your Hyper Crystal is in the Force Awakens. That's actually Starkiller base in Force Awakens. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool to go to a planet that's in a Star Wars film. And um, I won't say where I am because some spoilers and stuff, but I don't know, maybe like halfway if I had to guess, but still enjoying it. And um, other than that, obviously there's been a few Diablo 4 um, beaters recently. And I've played those and really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the game and I ended up just starting a new character on Diablo 3. And um, there was actually a thread on Reset Era. Someone was in the same boat. They were like itching to play Diablo 4. So I bought Diablo 3 on Switch and then, and it's a really good version of it. So I was like, maybe I'll... It's 20 quid square, I'll buy it. And it is, it is a good version of it. So now I've got Tears of the Kingdom sitting there, which I haven't even started because I'm playing Diablo 3 on the Switch instead. So yeah, that's about it really. Kind of taking up my limited free time. Oh, and I'm also playing... Um, Trails from Zero on PC. But I haven't played it in a few days because I've been on Diablo. Um, and that's about it. Just working and then using what meager free time we all have in this capitalist hellscape to play a handful of video games for like 15 minutes a day. That's me. Mm. Well, that sounds um sounds quite depressing to be honest. Where's yeah, where's where's our where's our youth and time gone? The older you get, the less time you get. And when you do have time, when you're older, you, you're, you're a bit too old. And you sort of like, you can't do anything. You just lie in bed all day. Well, here's you know? the thing. Like when you're younger, you can't afford anything. And you've got all the time. And now I can afford, like, if I want to buy a game, I'll buy a game. I haven't got the time. I look at all this stuff behind me. I haven't played half of this stuff because I just don't have the time. But I still keep buying it. Yeah. Yeah, same. I, I do the same thing. Uh I, I buy and it just sort of sits on my shelf. Um, this is not my all my games collection. A lot of that's um, Xbox, OG Xbox and PlayStation 4. And and that's the, um, the 3DS up there and stuff. It's just got so much games. I tend to buy more on, digi uh, on download now just to save space. Mm. So I just don't have the room anymore. Um, only when it's like particularly like a game I really want, and like a so like you know we had the Persona game, Persona Five Royal come out. I had to buy that physical because you know that's a big thing. You know we, you yeah. don't get uh, those types of games on the Xbox. Um, so I buy I buy those, but everything else, any sort of other game, I sort of buy it digitally. I got um, Jedi Survivor, but a, a digital version, so playing that that's uh yeah that's like you say that's a good game um i think i probably prefer th at the moment this to fallen order mm. at the moment yeah i don't know like because i don't know the story's going somewhere different you know it was a it is a you know story about going against the empire but now it's sort of going in a sort of different uh thread i won't spoil it but I quite like that, so let's keep that going. Because um, you know, being bound by the films and shows, it's kind of limited what it can do. But I think what they've done is pretty uh, interesting. So yeah, I'm looking forward to getting playing more of that. Uh, I haven't really been watching anything though. No, um, you know this this Demon Slayer season four. 
is out, I think, on Crunchyroll. I haven't actually watched that. I'm sort of waiting. Is it season three? Does Mugen Train not count as a season? Because they released that as a season. And that no, was a film. Mugen Train and then, is season two. And no, but then the one after that. Yeah. The the one where season, the, season two three. starts with the Mugen Train arc and then it goes oh, into yeah, entertainment. The one the one in the arc. in the village. Yeah. So that's the same season. They just split. I think so. I thought yeah, I thought that was season I need to catch up. I thought that was a separate season. Um but yeah, that's how I've not watched that yet. No, I mean uh, anything else. Nothing else I've really been watching to be honest. Like not much the time, you know. It's just, it's a it's a story of uh the of if unless you work in the games industry, you don't really have time to mm-hmm. play games. Which is a shame. Because there's so many games being released, you know, this year. And like you said, yeah. Tears of the Kingdom has just been released. I haven't got that yet, but you've got it. You haven't played it, touched it, yet, have you? I haven't even like put the cartridge in the Switch. <laughs> mm. I was thinking like um this week I was at work, I was thinking, oh maybe like Sunday evening I'll just sit down and play it for a couple of hours. So maybe like it is Sunday afternoon as we're recording this, so maybe like in an hour or two I'll sit down and play a bit. But we'll see. I might just end up picking up Diablo three again. Yeah, but yeah. Like it's just unless you're going to win the lottery or something, so time to do the stuff you like doing. Did um. So what's been happening in the world? Any news? Any gaming news? Well, Any we have news a date in general for the PlayStation Showcase? And uh, yeah, that... they're going kind of early this year. I kind of feel like they've done that on purpose, sort of. Uh... You know, Xbox will announce their showcase and then PlayStation were like, well, let's sort of beat them to the punch. Let's sort of get the internet talking. Uh, but yeah, that's coming. That's been the end of May. It is Wednesday, 24th. Oh, this week. Okay. This week, indeed. Um, yeah, I think they said it'd be like a, a little over an hour long and there'll be like PS5 and PSVR stuff. Um, 9 p.m. British summer time. Are you going to watch it? Like, yeah, I'll watch it because it's not on a stupid o'clock. Like they're, when they used to do E3, it used to be on at like two in the morning in the UK. And it used to run for like nearly two hours. Like some of them certainly were like really long. And I'd stay up and watch it and I'd be, like, it would be wrapping up at nearly 4 a.m. And I'd just be sitting there and this wasn't worth it until 4 a.m. Um, but as it's on at, you know, 9 p.m on a Wednesday and it's only like a little over an hour long. Yeah, I'll watch it. Are you going to watch it? I don't have a PS5, so I don't really have any interest in the exclusives and stuff, but I'll still watch it. Still part uh, of the E3 season. That I uh, I probably will try and watch it. I can't because I work during the, the, that hour, those hours, you know, three till midnight, but um, I probably will have it on in the background or on my, you know, if I'm not busy, I'll have it on my uh, my Mac. I'll probably watch it. You know, um, but yeah, I don't own a PS5. Shockingly, um, so not too. I'm I'm interested to see what they announce because you know there's been rumors of Metal Gear Solid Three remake, Castlevania, and also 
someone of a Silent Hill, but that's already been announced. But yeah, well, Silent uh, been announced. Yeah, and obviously they're going to be like launch exclusives. You know, they you know Sony. Well, here's uh, the thing with Sony timed exclusives. Who knows if they're actually timed exclusive anymore? Because they have timed exclusives that seem to end up as permanent exclusives. So. Like, yeah, I, Silent Hill Two is one of my favorite games of all time, and it's being remade by Bluebird, which I'm kind of like mm, could be good, could be bad, but it still sucks that I probably won't be able to play it. Like, who knows if it'll even come to PC? Hmm. Um. Yeah, and there, there's a rumor that one of the uh, PS5 exclusives is coming to Xbox. Uh, the indie darling that everyone loved, Stray. Apparently, that's got uh, that's coming out. That could be announced for on the showcase could for be, Xbox. It's been rated, yeah. So. yeah. So, and again, a lot of people will seem to be pleased about that, and then a lot of people um, weren't happy. And a lot of pe- and some people were saying, "Well, it wasn't that good of a game anyway. Xbox can have it." So it's just like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I thought it looked cool, so I'll play it. Yeah, I'll, I, mean, I, didn't, I'll, I'll, I, I never saw it and went, "Oh my god, I need to play this immediately." But I always thought, "Yeah, it looks pretty cool." Play. It got nominated for a game of the year contender, didn't it? Um, I don't know if like Hi-Fi Rush will be <laughs> nominated, even though it's quite a similar—not similar, but you know, an indie game, not that big AAA sort of game. But I think know, it's currently one... like the third highest-rated game of the year, something like that. Like Breath, Breath, not Breath of the Wild, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Like I was obviously like reviews for that are just insane mm. um but yeah like i'm just looking on open critic now so num the best reviewed game so far this year tears of the kingdom with the 97 <laughs> and then number two is resident <laughs> evil 4 remake with 92 and then high fire rush is number three with 89 so i mean if it doesn't at least get a nomination there's something deeply strange going on there because like literally everybody loved that game yeah, it's a fantastic Re- resident game. evil got 94 92. 92. Mm. Yeah, okay. That's high, man, for a remake. Damn. That's, yeah, I think Resident that... Evil 2 remake reviewed really high as well, and that was fantastic. Yeah, that was a great game. I can't deny that. Yeah, so, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, Resident Evil uh, 4, I haven't even picked it up yet. <laughs> no, I haven't either. I think as we, we, we mentioned a couple of times that like, we both were put off by the controls being terrible on Xbox. Yeah, I mean, I'll get it when it goes on sale, which it will do. Um, yeah. I think Resident we mentioned two that. and three remakes went on sale pretty quickly for like twenty quid. So, yeah, I mean, I'll get a copy of that when when that goes on sale. Um, uh, but yeah, check Resident Evil Two remake is also ninety two on Open Critic. So yeah, literally the same score. They're onto a they're onto a winner there, aren't they, Capcom? Mm-hmm. With their um, with will their remake five though. <laughs> That's the question. Like, how are they going to do that? How are they going to do that? They could just scrap the co-op and just have it single player and have Shera AI controlled. Mm. I think that'll probably be best. You know, it's a bit. A lot of people weren't happy with the uh, co-op aspect of that, uh, yeah. or they could have it drop in, drop out co-op like original. Just have the AI better. But uh, just let I you don't pick know. which one you want to control. Maybe I'm mm. playing as Shera instead. It's mm. the only game she's ever turned up in. Yeah, yeah. It's like obviously we did our let's co-op a little while ago and hated the game. 
despite the fact that we both actually really liked it when it first came out. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm curious to see what they do with a remake of that. It'd be interesting to see at least. Yeah, I, I think they are gonna. They're probably. I'd like to see Code Veronica getting remade. So, and that's do with a remake. That was the actual. That was actually supposed to be the number three. Um, and I think that game, when it came out, I remember the graphics, especially the cutscenes, were really good. So yeah, I remember a friend of mine imported it um, from Japan when it launched on Dreamcast and brought it around and put it on. We were just like, "What is this? This looks absurd!" Uh, and, uh, it was the first three D one as well. Mm. Even though it still had like the fixed camera angles, but it was all fully three D. Fucking tank controls on that. As tank well. controls. Can you know, yeah. That's awful. Never been a fan of tank controls. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd quite like to see him remake that. Could actually turn it into a good game. Yeah. Well, um, anything else? Any other news? Uh, nothing that's popping off the top of my head. Hmm. Can I ask Maybe, you something? Um, oh, there's one thing. Um, reviews came out for the Asus ROG Ally, which is kind of like Asus's sort of Steam Deck compare, and it mm-hmm. seems pretty good. So yeah, there's that. Don't really have to go is, in depth on that because you know. Is there rumours that people are that interested? Is there rumours that Sony might release another handheld? If I'm, I'm uh, hearing that correctly, they're, they're supposedly going to release a cloud-based handheld. Mm-hmm. But lets you like. Um, but oh no! Competitors. Well, look, we should talk about that as well. The, uh, the the deals that went through for uh, the regulatory system, um, agencies in certain countries. Um, EU sanctioned that, so that's been approved. China has also approved it, the deal going through. The deal, it being, um, you know, the acquisition by Xbox of Activision. So the UK CMA have, you know, blocked, and they're looking kind of, I don't know, like, it look, we're looking kind of stupid here. Because you know, Not the first time, and this, the first time we've looked stupid on the world stage. And we're kind of looking like a laughing stock here, and it's probably. I think even the UK government are stepping in, and going, "Hey, this is looking bad, guys. Uh, it's looking bad for business. So we don't want to be, uh, you know, one of the tech giants, and we're the only ones trying to block the deal." And people are talking about, "Oh, if the UK blocks it, and the other regulatory uh, systems allow it, could." Um, Xbox skip the UK and um, who's the CEO of Microsoft? Satya Nadella. He was asked that question. He he just said very coy, saying, Well, we'll see how this plays out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the um, like people saying, Oh, they'll pull out of the UK entirely. They're not going to do that. That would be, I mean, stupid. Absurd. Mm. Um, whether or not they like refuse to offer Activision games on Game Pass in the UK or if they like get rid of um, xCloud in the UK or something I don't even know if that'd fly but I don't know it's a bit of a mess because without the CMA's approval the deal is dead like they they, they can't close the deal without that because um, mm-hmm. otherwise they just face enormous fines like mm-hmm. on a daily basis I think until they undo it 
Yeah. Um, I think it's like ten, it can be up to like 10% of their global turnover. Fines. So it'd be like billions, um, which wouldn't be good. And then, you know, if they're entirely pulled out of the UK, then that wouldn't be good for anyone. Uh, certainly mm-hmm. not the UK government because most of the government runs on Microsoft systems. Like I work, I, I work for a government um, department. Everything is using Microsoft's um, software. So if they pulled out of the country and kind of crippled the, the government over a gaming deal, then I think pretty much every government around the world would be looking at them going, well, I guess we all better uh, start transitioning away from their products if they're going to act like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's a, a realistic option. But um, yeah, I guess we'll see. Like They've got to appeal to the competition appeal tribunal, and apparently that can take like a couple of years, if not more. So this is going to drag on for ages. But yeah, like China passed it um, with no restrictions. Uh, the EU passed it with um, some remedies on cloud stuff. And um, the EU basically said, like, oh, we don't feel like like cloud clearly isn't a, um, a separate market. It's just a subset of the existing market. And then the CMA kind of angrily re- reacted to that. They're kind of looking like a a bit of a weird thing at the moment where they've kind of come out and tried to like crash another regulator's verdict, which is a bit strange. But yeah, it's a complete mess at the moment. (laughs) So Mm. no idea which way that's going to go. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very... uh... Very concerning. Um, but talking about Xbox, you know, this is the probably going to be our, this is our main subject. Um, Xbox, they had a bad, bad reviewed game, you know, Redfall that came out and was quite, yeah. quite bitten. Huh? One badly reviewed game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. One, they had a bad, <laughs> I'm just emphasizing bad, it. Yeah, one badly reviewed game that came out, uh, Red 4, which the Metacritic score is probably 50, 49. I mean, pretty low. No, it's in the 50s, I think. Yeah. 58 on Open Critic, so it'll be around about the same on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's come out, uh, and that got poorly reviewed, and now it's the end of Xbox. A lot of videos have come out, a lot of articles have come out saying, you know, there's only so much that, you know, the fans of Xbox could take. And Starfield is coming out in September, and this could be the last chance for Xbox. And if not, the company will oh, dissolve. Been reading IGN. Yes, we're going to get to that, mate. Um, we're going to have a big, we're going to have a little discussion about that, the negativity, and it seems to be biased against xbox um but yeah we've been noticing for a, for a while it's not just not just with redfall but it's it's been quite a uh a common sort of uh common sort of thread that um you now people have been talking about xbox they need to release you know um <clears throat> their sort of their games and there's some of them been, been pushed back and 
people getting a bit annoyed, but uh, they did. They've released a lot of good. They've released a lot of games, and um, a lot of them have been high scores you know, in the eighties. But the Redfall came out to poor reviews, and now it seems like now it's all Xbox over. is it. Xbox is in the last chance saloon. And I just want to talk about that. Like we'll get in more into, you know, particular outlets that are prophesizing doom and gloom. But, um, can I just, can I just point something out quickly? Mm -hmm. I went to look on IGN to try and find that article. So you take it down on the, no, I clicked on the Xbox, um, like section of the website. And then I clicked on, um, under Xbox News, popular, and the header is popular Xbox News, and one of the articles is um, the 25 best PS5 games. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. I just wanted but, to point that out. Well, let's get into it then. You made me yeah. laugh slightly. Anyway. Yeah, the, the, it's been they've been prophesizing doom and gloom for Xbox, and you know if this get, if Starfield doesn't you know resurrect the dead or isn't the second coming of Jesus Christ, it's the end for Xbox. And I just want to say, uh, for one thing, I think there's some hysteria, and other up for another thing, I think a lot of the headlines are very clickbaity, and um, I just want as a as a fan of Xbox. It's a bit. It's a bit annoying, to be fair. Um, they released one poorly released um, reviewed game, <clears throat> rightly or wrongly. You know, peeps, you know, it's um, <clears throat> it's not done as well as um, <clears throat> as Xbox would have hoped. But to say it's the end of the company if they release another poor really reviewed game, or if place if Starfield doesn't absolutely re- rewrite, re- um, you know, sort of reinvents the wheel then it's the end of xbox like i said like people saying i think on xbox era they said that you could we could stuff stuff could be the you know the best thing ever as people still probably find uh, probably still won't buy an xbox or won't switch over or still find something wrong with it so i just want to discuss that is xbox doomed not doomed but damned if they don't damned damned if they do damned if they don't yeah, they still could release like a great banger of a game in Starfield, but people will still find ways to sort of, um, you know, shit on on Xbox or find something to complain about. Because well, I feel like thing. if Starfield is amazing, Xbox oh. won't get any credit for it. It'll be Bethesda's credit and be like, oh. well, Bethesda um, made the game, so like, Xbox has only owned them for what is it? Mm two years now i think yeah um so it doesn't count and you saw mm-hmm. the same with hi-fi rush when hi-fi rush came mm-hmm. out and people were like oh look microsoft put out an 89 rated game and people were like, oh, it doesn't count bethesda made it they didn't even they haven't even they didn't even own them when the game started so mm-hmm. why the fuck does it matter but yeah that's gonna mm-hmm. be if it, if starfield comes out and it's amazing that's gonna be the the refrain if it comes out mm-hmm. and it's not great then it's xbox <laughs> So yeah, they yeah. kind of are damned if they do, damned if they don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I just don't want to talk about like Starfield. Yeah, it doesn't all hang in the balance of Starfield, but um, 
I feel like there's like not an, I don't know if it's a particular an agenda against Xbox. I feel like anything they do, there's always going to be some you know Game Pass. Like people have been praising Game Pass, but there's been little articles jabbing at X, uh, 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 Game Pass, almost like it was like a fanboy wrote it for you know PlayStation or or something. You know, like uh, there was one particular one on Screen Rant, and uh, they said, I quote. Um, Xbox Game Pass currently doesn't have a very packed year and the service can't just rely on Bethesda's Starfield to carry it alone. I mean, come on. Yeah, <laughs> we always know what, ahead of time what is coming out on Game Pass for the entire year, don't we? Mm -hmm. It's not as if they like announce um, drops of games every two weeks. Mm -hmm. we, we know, Obviously, we know everything that's between now and the end of the year and it's only Starfield, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's definitely. Uh, it just seems like a. Crap I mean, that's just just that's just the title. So I haven't actually wrote wrote read the article. I would advise but you don't waste your time. It, it just seems very clickbaity, and it's a little jab at, at Game Pass. Um, it just seems like they're people are trying to find holes, to um, you know, trying to trying to poke holes at Xbox. You know, no matter what they do. Um, and also, there was another article by Eurogamer, which is normally a site I, I have quite a lot of respect for. Um, but also, they, they've been releasing uh, sort of like little articles jabbing at Xbox. I mean, there was a recent one saying that um, Xbox uh, recently, the, the Series X recently crossed the threshold of 2 million sales in the UK. But they also added, you know, it, it took them... It took a mark longer, uh, was it five months or something like that, longer than the PlayStation, which is a little jab. At, I seem like a little jab, like, a, oh, they sold a lot, but still not as much as PlayStation. I was just like, oh, gee, come on, guy. can't we just, can't just, <laughs> can't you just have a good, like, a good title saying, oh, Xbox has pushed the, uh, broke the two million, um, um, pounds, um, sale of uh, xboxes even surpassing play um switch but i had to sort of have a little dig air because it's not as good as playstation 5 i was like oh come on man you just can't let them let them have like a little bit of like a uh, positivity gotta have a still have a little little passive aggressive little dig at them as well so um, everything must be contextualized <laughs> through the prism of console mm -hmm. wars unfortunately yeah i mean everybody knows xbox isn't doing as well as playstation does it really yeah. need to be like highlighted at every avenue? Mm -hmm. But I mean, yeah, like I don't know. Like you mentioned, Redfall and Redfall kind of—I wouldn't even say it kicked this off because this has kind of been the thing for a long while. Mm -hmm. um, but really, what has kind of caused people to say, "Oh, Xbox is done now," is the fact that it came on the heels of the CMA blocking the merger, as if that's like. A anything under their control and B a game, like mm. yeah, okay, it's negative news from Metallica. Metallica, what the? Fuck? <laughs> you got Metallica on the brain, man. Huh? Yeah, it's it's, ne it's negative news for Microsoft, Ooh. obviously. <laughs> uh, and so is um, what's it called? The uh, poor reception to Redfall, but like one is a bad game, and the other one is like. A speed bump in a business deal these aren't the same things 
Like the fact that the CMA have blocked the acquisition doesn't mean Microsoft can't make games. Just like the fact that mm. one bad game coming out doesn't also doesn't mean they can't make good games. They've been making good games. Maybe not the games some people want them to make. And maybe they haven't been hitting quite the highs of like Sony and Nintendo's bigger games. And hitting like the um the getting into the nineties in Metascore and all that. But they've been they put out a string of games that have like in the mid like in the eighties, up to the mid eighties, up to the high eighties with Hi Fi Rush. And those those are all good games, but they don't count for some reason. Like just like um Forza Horizon Five didn't count last year when it came to the uh, end of year game of the year discussion. It didn't count because it's a car game. Flight Sim doesn't count because it's a flight simulator. Pentiment doesn't count because it's a small scale game. High Fire Rush doesn't count because a it's a small scale game. B it's an AA game. C it's cell shaded. D it's made by Tango and not, and therefore Microsoft doesn't get any credit and all this. There's all these stupid qualifiers put on everything they do um grounded doesn't count because it's just you know it's a small survival game even though the fact it reviewed very well and people love it sea of thieves doesn't count despite the fact it's got 30 million players and it's just there's an excuse for every single game that actually does do well to to kind of explain away that actually it didn't do well and it's just you know it's like you said earlier they're kind of damned if they do damned if they don't yeah i feel like um Xbox has more of a broader sort of palette when it comes to games. Um, you know, like you just mentioned all those games there, and they're all quite distinctively different from each other. Mm. Um, so I feel like you know, PlayStation seem to cater, oh, well, people expect them to cater, to do the big, you know, cinematic movie sort of style games, um, which Xbox Xbox can like do the AAA experience. They, they've done it. You know, they've proven they, they can do it. Um, but I just think, you know, financially, that's probably, well, very expensive as PlayStation. No, I mean, they've been, they closed some smallest external studios down and laid off a few, few staff from other less, uh, less, uh, productive studios. Um, it must be, you know, it does cost a lot of money to produce, even if the games are hit, you know, to recoup all that money. To, to you know marketing as well and everything like that it costs a lot of money man yeah you need deep pockets to do that and i kind of feel like you know <clears throat> xbox can do that but they want to sort of expand their portfolio you know and which they've been doing you know they have had so many sort of varied like games that they've released you know like cfes when it first released that got shit on so badly Everyone shitted on it pretty much. It was universally shit upon. Um, people said that it's gonna, it won't be around for like less. It'll, it'll, they'll probably shut the servers down in six months. You remember I when mean, Skulls, Skull and Bones were announced and people were like Rip Sea of Thieves? Yep, Skull and Bones still, <laughs> still not out. And, and, see if it, and Sea of Thieves has 30 million players, it's just gone from strength to strength. So, yeah. People, they, they've got their audience. Their audience has gotten bigger. Previous people who said they didn't like Sea of Thieves have played it and they enjoy it. It's a fun game. And, um, you know, that's what the whole point of it was. They always said, Rare said, we're going to, like, add to it. You know, this is, this is not the final product. 
So it is, you know, a live service, which is now a big buzzword and sort of a hated buzzword in, in the community. It was just like when, you know, DLC and, you know, cosmetic like payments and loot boxes, they were hated. And now it's just a norm, you know, unfortunately for better or for worse, it's just how it, that's how the future of gaming, you know. Well, loot you know, boxes have kind of by and large gone away at least. Um, it was a form of gambling, get, wasn't it? Yeah, you still get microtransactions in every damn game, obviously, but at least these days it's more like you want a thing, you pay the money, you get the thing, rather than you want a thing, yeah. you pay the money, and you get a chance to get the thing. That's what but, I wanted um, to say. That's what I was looking the word I was looking for, loot, uh, microtransactions. They yeah. were hated back in the day. I remember a lot of a people, lot of people do still hate them. I'm yeah. still not a massive fan of them, but they're kind of here to stay now. They are, they're, they're a part of it. You know, it's, it's just here to stay. Love it or hate it. You know, companies have got to recoup those costs somehow, man. You know, selling the game, you know, at full price still isn't enough. You know, obviously games have gone up, you know, from, you know, from $50 to $70. It's a huge amount. You know, well, they were 60 before that in the US. Mm -hmm. They jumped to tenor in the US. But then some games are 70 quid here, where they were 50 quid here. So it's a big, it's been a bigger jump for us. Well, it sucks. So, yeah, that's why Game Pass is so, so useful, appealing to people because you can get these day one releases and you only have to pay a, a monthly fee. And, like, you know, a lot of people love it. And also, you know, you've got people who, no matter what, they will always hate it because, you know, People still want they were they go on about I want to own the game physically, you know. Well you can, you can still buy it physically or you can buy it digitally, you can still own it. It's just an option there for you. And a this lot of people will thing. take the option. This is when you know the person arguing that point doesn't actually know what they're talking about. They're like arguing a kind of what they perceive something to be about and like, Oh, I don't I um I don't I won't get an Xbox because I like having physical games. Like you can still do that. No, it's all Game Pass yeah. now. It's like no, you can still buy games. Right. It's like um, sorry, go on. Carry on, I've just got something in my mouth. <laughs> it's just one of those times where you can where you can see that the person um like there was an argument spermed sport sp sp spawned. Yeah. IGN article. There was a big thread on your on a reset era about it, and um, and you could tell the people that don't ever actually pay any attention to Xbox unless there's negative news, making arguments in the thread because they're all like, "Well, yeah, I mean, Xbox don't release games; they don't have any games," and it's just like, um, and they're like, "Oh, they they put these three games out, but they were all like really poorly received. You're like, no, they weren't poorly received. They were well received. Like, um, and it's just like, it's clear you don't pay any attention to the Xbox, but you wanted to come into the thread and like get your negative take in. It's like, why even bother? It's the same, it's the same kind of deal. Like people that don't pay attention to a certain thing always want to argue about that thing. And I don't mm. understand it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it, are, are we crazy? Is there a, a a sort of bias against Xbox from gaming media? I think. You know, are we being paranoid? I think among bit? some there is a, there is a desire to kind of um, so some sort of narrative put Microsoft against Microsoft in their in their place a bit. 
because they're mm-hmm. kind of seen as the evil empire that kind of muscled in on video gaming. And um, but the stupid thing about that is that Sony were the evil empire me- mega conglomerate that muscled in on gaming in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like those of us are old enough to remember gaming before PlayStation. When PlayStation entered the market and started buying up um, developers and signing exclusivity to everything in sight, people on like Nintendo and Sega systems were pissed off at the time and were like, oh, here comes this big bully throwing their money around. Like, first Tomb Raider, like, this is kind of pertinent because of we all know what happened when Microsoft signed Rise of the Tomb Raider as a timed exclusive. The internet oh, went boy. fucking nuclear. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> and part of that was because people are like, oh, well, it's always been uh, associated with PlayStation. Really, it's a PlayStation franchise. And it's like, yeah, tell me you know, don't know what you're talking about. Hmm. The first Tomb Raider came out on the Saturn first. And then the second one, Sony Money Hatted it. They uh, signed a deal with Idos and Core Design to get fully exclusive Tomb Raider 2 and 3 on console. That's why it's associated with PlayStation because PlayStation went in and threw their money around. And then, you know, 20 years later or whatever, Microsoft does the same thing and suddenly it's, it should be illegal or something. But like everything that people hate uh, Microsoft for, Sony have done before. Everything that people hated Sony for way back then is stuff that Nintendo had done before. It's Mm. all just, it's, it's just stupid. But yeah, like, Back to the point, like, I do think there is a desire among some people to be like, um, oh, I want Microsoft to fail because they're doing it in the wrong way. Like they're not doing it the right way. They're not they're not taking part in organic growth, which is like big buzzword on internet forums these days and Twitter. Mm. Which is just a stupid in term. Yeah. But there is like <laughs> People will give Microsoft shit for stuff the other two have done and kind of hand wave it. Like, I remember um, someone bringing up that Tomb Raider point around the time when uh, the Rise of Tomb Raider news was new. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, oh, well, that was years ago, so it doesn't count anymore. I'm like, sorry, what? Exactly. <laughs> Just like the stupidest defense you could possibly have. I mean, we talk about gaming media, you know, trying to play into this sort of a narrative um you know ign we mentioned them before they released an article um here i have it the title starfield feels like xbox xbox last chance at redemption i mean what the fuck does that one bad game yeah yeah i just want to emphasize that again like i did at the beginning they put out one bad game recently and the sky is falling down it, it's like this is the sub uh, and it's a header. game that everyone expected to be bad yeah. and it was straight from reveal people were like oh this doesn't look like yeah. what i want arcane to make yeah. it it's no secret it's no secret the gaming community is kind of angry at xbox since redfall released it's it really felt like the straw that broke the camel's back see this is it's, it's exactly what i'm talking about people are conflating it with the cma blocking the deal mm-hmm and um, going, oh, Microsoft are really up against it now because that got blocked and then they put out a bad game. Everything's going wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like those are two completely separate things. Like, yes, they put a bad game out. Everyone's yeah. put a bad game out. Yeah. And, you know, it's just... 
I don't really know what to say about it, to be honest, other mm. than, again, to say they put out one bad game. Uh, everything else they've been putting out has been at least good and then like ranging up to very, very good, like high-fire Russian Psychonauts too. But again, those don't count because, you know, Microsoft didn't fund them from the minute they uh, they sprang into re- reality inside people's brains. So, you know, it doesn't count. That's the thing that <laughs> winds me up the most. I think the whole of this doesn't count, that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. It's just so stupid. Yeah. Um, I know, I know GameSpot have also released. It feels like a lot like big gaming outlets are sort of jumping on that bandwagon. You know, well, they are because that's kind of how get, GameSpot works, did, you know, did, did, did. Did a similar one with. Well, you, you've also got to remember they're, they're catering to an audience that is the, the the PlayStation audience is a lot bigger than the Xbox audience, so they're going to they're going to count cater to the you know the highest number of people. And, um, you know, they're obviously going to jump on that bandwagon. Not necessarily mm. saying that's a bad thing or a good thing, but that's just kind of how it works, you know, especially in gaming websites and uh, magazines have gone to the wall. Gaming, a lot of gaming websites and podcasts have gone to the wall as well. So you've got to keep the lights on and you've got to do that by getting hits. Mm-hmm. Might not like it, but unfortunately, that's the reality of it. But it would be nice if they weren't just kind of feeding into the over-the-top negative negativity of it mm. all where it's just like at least kind of have some kind of nuanced take on it maybe highlight the fact that it's one fucking game <laughs> um I i've mentioned that already yet yeah well F- phil spencer came on a podcast um to talk about you know the poorly res- how redfall was released in the not so not so desirable state and mm. you know people sort of it took his mess. words yeah took it but the people like what phil said people took as like xbox sort of throwing in the towel you know we're not yeah, gonna be able to out console the playstation yeah that's people um willfully um misrepresenting what he said mm-hmm. like he said, "Oh, he, he, even if like Starfield is an eleven out of ten, people aren't going to sell their PlayStation fives and run out and get Xboxes." And I mean, uh-huh. yeah, no <laughs> shit. You know, mm. people. I mean, it's going to take more than one game to kind of turn sentiment around, um, mm. especially when people are looking for um, stuff to attack Xbox on and looking for stuff to like to throw shit at them. And um, yeah, it's it's going to take one, more than one game to turn it around. It's going to take a consistent amount of releases that are all very very high quality, and they've been doing that. <laughs> but they've yeah, put out some really they've put out some really well received games in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. um, and it's like the online discourse changes. Uh, or at least attempts to change reality by like people saying, "Oh, well, Halo Infinite was a was a huge disaster and a bad game," and it's like, no, it came out and it was reviewed very well, and um, you know every part of it was reviewed very well. Multiplayer, mm-hmm. the campaign, um, 
but yeah, it, it was missing a couple of modes at launch. Forge wasn't there, Cult wasn't there, which are both there now. Infection is coming as well, so they're continuing to build on it. But it was it, the the uh, sentiment turned on it when the multiplayer stuff started coming really slow. Like they started pushing updates back and pushing modes back and stuff like that. And then like news came out of like people leaving the studio or the studio being scaled down and stuff. And that's kind of changed um, the sentiment around the game now to it was always a bad game when it was never the case. So now like <laughs> Halo Infinite doesn't count now towards the list of good games Microsoft's been putting out because people have decided that what actually happened didn't happen and what they actually believed to happen did happen. And um it's just it's just stupid. The same thing happened to Halo 5. When Halo 5 came out, it was generally um well received in terms of gameplay. Like um campaign gameplay was well received, multiplayer was very well well received. Um the story was a bit everyone was like, yeah, the story's not great. And then like a few months after that, it was it that morphed into Halo 5 is a bad game. And you know, there's still people that parrot that now. Many people that have that never even played it just believe just know that it was a bad game based on absolutely nothing. And it's um the same thing's happened with Infinite. And it's just you know, you don't tend to see these kind of switches in sentiment for like Nintendo and PlayStation games. And it mm. kind of leads me to believe that it's just people looking for stuff to pick at. And um, then over time sentiment changes until actually the opposite is true yeah i had um i watched a, a video by the just a second i uh, there was a video i watched um it doesn't really have much to do with xbox per se but it was by um the escapist and you know y a yahtzee crinshaw you know you know he does um zero punctuation um he said he he did a video sort of saying is triple a killing video games because people expect the hyper realistic graphics the fa facial animations the game to be on on par with like a big budget hollywood production and people seem to be forgetting about uh games being actually fun quirky and different now, not all games have to be clones of each other you know having the top level like cinematics and voice acting he said, what's wrong with just games being fun, having a, uh, a unique art style? And I kind of watched that. He didn't mention Xbox or Sony in so many words, but you could tell what he was trying to say. You know, like he just, you know, not every game has to have like these high end, like sort of hyper realistic cinematics and, you know, sort of like Last of Us sort of story, like, or like productions. Some games you just want a game to be fun. To have its own unique art style, to have your own unique gameplay elements, um, which I kind of feel like Xbox does do. I mean, you just look at like Ori, Ori and, and the Blind Forest, for example. I mean, look at that. That's got a unique um, style. CFE has got its own unique style. Uh, Grounded, obviously. Pendament. And, you know, like they, they all have their own sort of you know, hi fi rush. They all have their sort of unique style. Of course, they're not like the big, you know, bells and whistles, like cost like 500 million to to make game. But isn't that what gaming's about? Why can't we have these? Like, look at Tears of the Kingdom. 
the Zelda game that like struggles to get to 30 FPS and some of the like the graphics are fucking blurry as fucking look outdated but people still enjoy it because it's a Zelda game and it's good and it's fun but why can't we like why can't Xbox sort of get praise for the get these sort of games it releases I mean like you got flight simulator <laughs> you just fly in a fucking plane for god's sake but people still enjoy that but how come they don't get the prey i don't feel like they get enough when they release a good game and when they do get released release a good like game it doesn't get the praise or there's people finding something wrong with it yeah so it kind of annoys me in a way and watching that video it kind of sort of i i, I agree with you know yahtzee um you know he's a big like people don't know he's you know makes these five minute videos about um video games and he does it in a sort of cynical sort of sarcastic british style like sort of not like monty python-esque sort of way but um i i agree with him there it's just like yeah having those games is good but they cost a lot of money and time you know, the development cycle of some games is like four years and sometimes you've got crunch involved in there you know like people get stressed out and it costs a, you know a lot of money i mean like some of the in in 10 years time if you look back he said that someone he said that if you look at uh elder scrolls oblivion and at the time that graphics looked fantastic now they look shit and then when they're not shit but they're dated he says those sort of graphics date if you got something unique it doesn't have to look human it doesn't have to look realistic these games like look at undertale he said that that guy that game will never date because the graphics is just like simplistic oh, so and it's mean, a fun game to it back to another series you mentioned wind waker like wind waker still looks amazing yeah, yeah. jet set radio still looks amazing hi-fi rush is going to look amazing for years to come yeah. um especially like in higher resolutions as well higher resolutions for like cell shade colorful cell shaded games just makes them shine even more mm -hmm. but yeah there's a there's kind of a sentiment around a lot of kind of hardcore gaming circles that only triple a games you know the, the industry is only triple a games those are the only ones that actually matter and um it just i just can't get on board with that I, the, more and more as time goes by I, I find those games less and less interesting i barely play any of them these days right Jedi Survivor is very much that kind of game, and I'm enjoying that. But the last one I played before that was no idea. Can't tell you. Um, just because I couldn't, I couldn't just play games like that all the time. I'd get so bored because they are very, they're all very iterative. They all take um, things from each other and from other games. And it's like um, I remember IGN did a poll a year or so ago, maybe. And it came out that, according to this poll, the greatest video game of all time is God of War 2018. And I played yeah. that game, and I was like, yeah, it's all right. Like, <laughs> like, not trolling here. I know people will assume this, because you can't say something not glowingly negative about a game that's like most people think is very good. If you asked me to give that game a score out of 10, I'd have given it a 6. Like, wow. It's fine. It's just, it's wow. literally, it's just a grab bag of every modern AAA design, game design thing. Like, oh, we've got to have progression. Um, so, you know, you've got skill trees in there. Get this skill and it gives you an extra 0.125 frost damage. Yay. You've got to have gear because every game needs gear now. This, this, 
this new chess piece gives you 0.3% extra defense. Mm. Like, I don't give a shit about this stuff. Mm. Unless it's meaningful, it's just time-wasting. Mm-hmm. And um, But yeah, literally, to me, God of War 2018 was just everything. It was every um, modern AAA video game design element thrown into a game. And that's fine. It was completely competent. It looked very good. Story was fine. Didn't really do that much for me, but then never really been into God of War. Um, but games, more and more games like that are just boring me because they, they all share so much with every other game of that type. And it's just like... It, it kind of gets to the point where it feels like the only thing difference is like the visuals and the story. And that's not really enough for me these days, unless it's something like, you know, all in order, which is part of the reason that's um, appealing to me is because it's star Wars and you're running around with a frigging lightsaber. So the setting kind of sells that to a large degree for me. Um, but more and more like modern AAA games, I'm just getting a bit bored of I play them and I appreciate them for what they are, but they're not, most of my games I'm going to remember for too long. And um, unless they are kind of gameplay led. Um, which is why I do appreciate Halo, because Halo is very gameplay led, even though it is still a big modern AAA um, production. But it's still like, it just feels really fun to play. Yeah. So, how how do you feel the uh the xbox showcase will go and if it does go well do you still think people will have criticism about it here's my prediction this is you can quote me on this this is how the showcase is going to go it's going to start up please welcome phil spencer ceo of microsoft gaming phil's going to walk out on stage and he's going to look into the camera and go we are closing down Xbox. Goodbye. <laughs> and he's going to walk off stage. <laughs> My job. Yeah, they're done. Yeah. They're done. Nothing they yeah. can do. They're done. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it'll be a good show. They've got a lot of games. They've got they've got a lot of games. And we've said this before. So I understand like skepticism on this point because we've said the same thing. They need to start showing some of these games that are in development that we've only seen like CG of, like um, Avowed and Perfect Dark, Fable, State of Decay 3. We've only seen CG for this stuff, so we need to start actually seeing gameplay. But they've got a lot of stuff in development, you know. Maybe we'll see some more of Hellblade 2. That's been, that's, that was like, what, three and a half years ago now that was announced. Mm. We've only seen a tiny little bit of it. So you got to think that's probably got to be one of the ones closest to release out of all the stuff that's been announced over the last few years. But um, I don't think it's going to be make or break like a lot of people. You're going to see that in the next week week or two. People are going to be saying this is make or break for Xbox. If they don't have a good show, they're done, which is as stupid as that IGN article is. Um, you know, I think one thing that holds them back a bit now is that they don't sign any big third-party um, <clears throat> exclusives anymore. They've kind of left that entirely to Sony, which doesn't help. Because then you've got, you know, Sony just have their absolute pick of whatever third-party stuff they want to buy up. Um, and it feels like Microsoft has kind of abdicated that area yeah. of responsibility. When, when we say they, they, they have like their... Smaller stuff. When, yeah, when we say Sony have their pick of third-party um, exclusives, we, it, it means like the titles, because they, they don't buy developers or, or your publishers 
they they seem to their strategy is more will cherry pick. Well, games. they have bought a ton of development studios in the last few years. But, yeah, but yeah, not in terms not, of like not big. Like they won't buy Konami or Capcom. Well, those or Square Enix. Not, not yeah, that's what I meant. That's why I said that as well. I said like publishers as well. Like they won't buy them. They'll they bought a lot of studios. Their, mm. And they closed a, they closed a couple of them down as well, didn't they? I said earlier. Was it one? Um, yeah, they closed down oh. Pixel Opus, which we probably should have mentioned in mm. the news part, mm. which is a very small team. But again, kind of makes you think, why couldn't they just keep them open and let them experiment and do stuff, given they were a small team? Mm. I don't think they even had their own building. I think they were just in. They were they had like a some space in the PlayStation headquarters, and then um, one of the developers they're um, partnering with firewalk i think laid off a load of people recently so it kind of seems like sony might have cut their funding a bit but but yeah like no the point i was sort of getting to is like sony signed a lot of third party deals um part of part of that is because they're the market leader it's probably easier and cheaper for them to do it than it is for xbox but it's also partly because microsoft seemed to just don't want to do that anymore um which is, you know, it's their decision, but I don't think it's the right decision because then it just means like the only kind of third party stuff they're getting like exclusivity on is like smaller stuff, like, um, like, you know, Stalker 2 is going to be a big game on PC, but it's always been a PC game. That's not really going to change the conversation around console gaming. Same deal with, um arc 2 as well really arc 1 was huge but in ver- very specific circles like nobody that posts on video game forums gives a crap about arc 2 and then like on the sony side you've got like final fantasy 16 you know it's not really a straight fight in a lot of ways you might arc 2 might end up selling more copies than final fantasy 16 but most people on message boards driving the conversation aren't going to care about it but um but yeah that's that's one thing i'd like to see them improve but also they need to start showing the stuff that's in development um i want perfect dark to be good so i'd like to see perfect dark i want avowed to be good i'm pretty sure avowed is going to be good it's obsidian like the only problems obsidian have ever had are budget problems like they never get enough time and money to properly polish the games, but the games are always very well made. They're always really good RPGs. So now they've got time and money and everything. I'm expecting Avowed to knock it out of the park. So I'm not really worried about that. But I just want to see what it is because I've played most of Pillars of Eternity one. I like the world, so I'm excited for that one. But yeah, I think they just need to kind of ignore the noise. Um, not to the point where they're like, oh, we're perfect. We don't need to do anything. Um, we don't need to improve anything, but filter out all the dumb stuff. Like this is your last chance because that's not really constructive. It's just dumb. Just filter out the noise, focus on putting on a good show and showing us games we want to see. That's what I want to see. Uh, cool. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I'm I'm interested in um, Ever Everwild. I'm interested to see what that's about. Obviously, if we ever I, I, see it again. If, if we ever see it, yeah. Um, the the Indiana Jones game that's supposed to be in development. 
Uh, yeah, it's con- yeah, there you are. I mean, people will shit the bed if that's it. If that turns out to be full exclusive, you, know, you can't sure have it India. Be. It's got to be. I mean, but you know, people. You know, obviously, people will say it's Indiana Jones. It can't be exclusive. Well, so what about Spider Man? You know, and Wolverine. How the fuck is that exclusive to your to PlayStation now? So, you know, I I, I would like it to be no ifs, no buts. Just just making exclusive Indiana Jones game for Xbox. Um, but yeah, like you say, I'm I'm interested in Avowed. I think a lot of people are. So we still don't we know it's going to be like a sort of Dungeons and Dragons esque sort of game in the realm of like uh, Skyrim or something. So I'm interested to see what if there are what more actual gameplay. So yeah. be good to see that. And I'm and I'm also you know Perfect Dark Fable. You know, I would like to see Fable. That's been in development for a while. Hopefully, mm-hmm. they will show something of Fable. I mean, they, those are the games that we're expecting to be, you know, show something, you know, the Avowed, the Fable, Hellblade, obviously. I think that's going to have a release date. I think I'm pretty sure that might have a release date. Um, so, uh, yeah, Perfect Dark. I wonder if they're going to stay, still keep it. looks like there's a lot of parkour. Well, that was just a CG trailer, but maybe like there's a lot of parkouring in that. So maybe yeah, it'll be like uh, it's going to be a bit sort of like Mirror's Edge with more guns. I'd mm, be up for that. Yeah, I mean, would they change it like to first per- third person? It's first no. person. No, but would they, they change it? Well, no, because they, they announced it's first person. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, when it was announced, they came out and said it was first person. Yeah. Uh, because like, I thought maybe they'll do like you know like God of War as a uh, a, 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 a side a fixed camera position side scrolling beat em up pretty much, um, and they changed that to like you know third person over the shoulder um sort of um sort of adventure game, which worked for them, but yeah if it's yeah if it's first person it's first person yeah but yeah Fable, I'm pretty sure they they, they should show some gameplay for that and avowed as well uh people there was a leaked elite this is you know with leaks extremely fake it's probably extremely fake they were scale bound on there and there was rumors <laughs> like platinum you know they were saying oh we're, we'll be up for that if they want to revive the uh, ip mm-hmm. uh, like talk to us here like we will we'll do it and a lot of people are like, oh yeah you know bring back uh Bring back Fable, um, Fable. Bring back uh, Scalebound from 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 you know from the dead, and would that help to sell their console in Japan? You know, don't know. I'd it's be a, excited. Like, I was yeah. really looking forward to Scalebound. I was like one of the yeah. four people that was. Mm-hmm. I remember back on um, well, this was before recent era, so it would have, it would have been on NeoGaf when every thread that, about that game got hardly any traction, and then the thread about it being cancelled was like dozens of pages long. So it's like mm-hmm. kind of another example of like nobody pays any attention to what Xbox is doing unless it's negative, and then they mm-hmm. all pile in to have a go. But I always thought, I mean, I, I remember people's talking about it after it got shown at um, E3 and stuff and saying, oh, it looks so bad. I was looking at it going, it's amazing. What are you talking about? It looks so good. That was there, sort there was stuff they showed like behind closed doors, more of the RPG stuff and the exploration stuff. And I was like, man, I can't wait for this game. And then mm. they canned it and I was, yeah, it broke my heart. So I'd be excited if they bring it back, but I don't think they will. 
Yeah, that that was during the time where it, the tide public opinion was turning against Xbox. Obviously, the disastrous. We keep going on banging on about the disastrous launch and reveal of the Xbox One. The way that was handled, it's just like sort of burnt a lot of people. But you know, like people wanted, to, they were saying, "Oh, we should bring back Rice, Son of Rome." I was like, "Yeah, what? I mean, what? Well, yeah, it looked good. It still, yeah, it looked, it, it looked, um, it looked fantastic. It still looks good, but you know, mm. isn't that much there? It was fine as a launch game, but mm. not really anything to be pining over. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, let's not keep, let's not get our expectations too high for the showcase." I think it'll be a good showcase, and there'll probably there'll there'll be a few surprises there. Maybe a few third parties that they couldn't get on Game Pass before will sort of end up on Game Pass. Um, uh, you know, I think it'll probably be be very good. But obviously, like with PlayStation going first, you know, a lot of people are expecting, you know, like the um, Metal Gear Solid Three to be remake to be announced and to be. A first party uh a launch exclusive same with castlevania and stuff um so no matter what they you know that will probably you know say to people oh sony have you know won that sort of war um no matter what xbox announces on their uh, or shows on their showcase sony have won it just because you know they've got those uh exclu- their money hat that remake so um it's also when they when they did that with uh Knights of the Republic, everyone was like, Oh wow, yeah. I was like, I couldn't believe that. Um, that sort of convinced me not to buy a PlayStation. I was like, You fuck you, I'm not buying one because I was on the fence. I was like, I'm gonna pr- probably will end up buying one. And when they did that, I was like, you know what, fuck off. That's what really because any if that was a if that was a PlayStation exclusive back in the day and Xbox sort of gotten it um the rights to for an, uh, an xbox exclusive people would lose their shit they go oh, you can't do that this is a that's a playstation game when well, that got announced the rise of the tomb raider it, oh, there you are so when when that got announced everyone was just like haha yeah we got that yeah it's great and um i didn't hear anyone go well i did see some people go hey what about xbox and yeah, but the majority of it was like, "Oh, this is great!" Yeah, and obviously that uh, the the uh, developer uh, they changed in developer, or did that? I, I don't know if that's been put on hiatus or something. Some it's just no. Yeah, I don't know what's going mm. on with it. It sounded mm. like they just stopped working. <laughs> yeah, I so they found another developer or not? There's no word on that yet. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I just original point is there an agenda i mean i would expect like the the um people working the the journalists who work in the uh gaming uh industries to be more sort of uh partisan but it the it seems like a lot of them are well they're obviously fans of gaming but they're fans of particular uh particular pa- platforms because you like like they said on xbox era the review codes that the um, a lot of um gaming platforms asked for were 75 percent playstation 5 so you know there's a big big like sort of like uh pre- preference for playstation 
So, you know, when a new third party game gets released, a lot of the gaming outlets will ask for a code. When they get asked if do you want to review it, they will ask for a PlayStation code. So, um, yeah, there is like users will be of reviewers are PlayStation sort of not fanboys, but you know, fans. The yeah, majority of them. Preference. It's the it's the preference it's the preferential. It's a preference. The pre- preferred platform. So the one I'm looking word I'm looking for. Which is but fine. Yeah, Everyone has a pre- has a preference, but mm-hmm. it's when you start going a bit silly with it. And I mean, we've this is a point I've made a lot of times. But again, going back to Rise of the Tomb Raider, we have to talk about this game that mm. much because it was just such a stupid um, reaction to it. But every outlet after that was announced was like every interview they did about the game. It was like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, forget all that. When's it coming to PlayStation? Mm. And you never see that with when a game is announced as PlayStation time exclusive. Like nobody asks. Nobody in the media has asked where Final Fantasy VII Remake is. Mm. Nobody in the media has asked when if sixteen will actually come to Xbox, given what's happened with Seven Remake. Like a game is announced as timed exclusive for PlayStation, and nobody cares. And she's like, "Oh yeah, cool, looks good." And I'm like, "That that's it. That's all you're going to say." Got nothing else because you I were mean, very very vocal when Rise of the Tomb Raider was an Xbox. I think I think obviously PlayStation's place Xbox sort of uh sort of uh content creators do ask that they when content like, creators do, but yeah. people in, that write for gaming sites don't. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. You never yeah. see it. Why why yeah. is that not why are those questions not being asked? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I don't know what to say. Um, I don't know because I ask I want to know as well. When um when there was that big announcement from Square, everyone was thought they were going to announce that Final Fantasy VII was coming. You know, the remake was coming to Xbox. Oh, yeah, it's coming to cool. it's coming to yeah, it's coming to Steam. Mm. And that was their big announcement. It was on e- yeah. it was on Epic Game Store, but the big announcement was it was coming to Steam. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Mm-hmm. And then we got Crisis Core announced for Xbox. That still yeah. makes no sense to me. Why? Why even bother? Anyway, we've we've gone over this a thousand times. Yeah. So is there a bias against Xbox? Yes and no, I feel. I feel it's very easy to write an article saying that, you know, this is Xbox's last chance or this is their chance of redemption. The fuck they got that from? Just to get the clicks. Because people will click on an article if they're if it's like sort of bashing a brand in a way you know because it's very popular at the moment especially with since even more so no matter what all the good that xbox done you know game pass you know the acquisition of some studios releasing old reviving old dead uh, franchises like fable and perfect dark no matter what they do the, the praise they get is like a tenth of what the, of the hate they get for when they don't make a mistake which was a poorly reviewed game in this case one poorly reviewed one game. poorly reviewed game I mean, like Deathloop and, uh, and Ghost Wire Tokyo came out on the, it was a timed exclusive for PlayStation. And I kind of feel like that had some negativity to it. Like some definitely got some um, nominations for game of the year. There were some people saying, oh, it's not that great. It's okay. I kind of feel like if it, if it, 
was at the time Xbox exclusive, would they got as favorable reviews and praise as they did? Or would the hate, the negativity be more, ex- will be exacerbated more to highlight the, the game's shortcomings? Because it did have shortcomings. There were people saying, yeah, it's a, it's a good game. It's not great. There's some, you know, some, some there's some, uh, obviously some sort of like uh, technical or some sort of like uh, story limitations or you know some sort of negativity but it wasn't that that was quite a quiet if you know if you know if you try and get what i'm trying to say the praise was sort of high the negativity was sort of low but i kind of feel like if it was an xbox exclusive they would sort of amp up the negativity that's what i how i feel I mean, like I've been conditioned so far to to feel like that now because you know, no matter what they do, they <laughs> the praise that Xbox gets is minimal to to the sort of negativity they get. You know, that's how I feel anyway. I don't know if like I'm pretty sure if Red Four was released on PlayStation, it would still get the pretty bad, you know, like reviews because it is like it's mean not bad reviews, game. but people wouldn't I've, have talked about it changing yeah, the brand. Yeah, that's what I feel. Um. And obviously, you know, with Redfall, Redfall, um, Starfield, PlayStation wanted to make that the exclusive. That kind of like was why Xbox sort of stepped in and sort of bought the developer because they were like, wait a minute, you know, you're getting all these times exclusives, guys, who are, you know, from not just Bethesda, but from Sony, uh, from Square Enix and stuff, and now from like Capcom. Um, but. <sighs> If that game came out as a PlayStation exclusive, my God, the, the world, you know, they would have been like, that's it. This generation's done. Sony have won it. But now it's PlayStation, now it's Xbox owned, Xbox exclusive. You know, the knives are sort of coming out. You know, people are talking about, oh, it's not going to be that good a game. Forgetting about, you know, the past pedigree of that particular, of, of, of Bethesda. Um, you know, they're like, oh, Skyrim wasn't that good. This is like, you know, obviously that's a very, very small vocal uh, minority, but you, you are getting those, you know, getting those people saying, oh, yeah, Bethesda don't make that good games. Okay. All right. All of a sudden, it's sort of the narrative has changed. It's going to get downplayed one way or another, mainly by people on forums that spend more time talking about games and playing them. Mm-hmm. Um, um, like I said, if it's a, if it's like a generational game that knocks it out of the park like Skyrim then it's going to be oh Xbox don't deserve any credit for it it's all Bethesda um, if it's like an 8 out of 10 it's going to be the worst thing that ever happened in the history of humanity but um, no, I think reviewers by and large are going to give it a fair shake because they've done that with the other games Like the game, games have reviewed well like Halo Infinite reviewed really well Psychonauts 2 reviewed really well Grounded reviewed really well. Pentiment reviewed really well. Hi-Fi Rush reviewed really well. Um, so I think most people in the media will give the games a fair shout, even if they do have like, their own preferences. But it's like, it's the people talking on forums that are going to kind of set the narrative. Because it's like, like I said, like people are talking about what the year-end um, Game of the Year nominations are going to be. And obviously, Zelda's going to be up there. Um, I think Diablo 4 has got a good chance of being up there. A few people are like, oh, Hi-Fi Rush should definitely be up there. And those people are like, no, why should that be up there? It's a small game. It's like, well, it's like the third best reviewed game of the year so far. And 
you know, a review a game that basically everyone that played it and reviewed it loved, but to some people it doesn't count because it doesn't meet some certain arbitrary threshold in their head. So it's going to be it's, all the discourse around it is just going to be a mess, um, regardless of the reviews. To be honest, and it's not mm. going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, I, I pity moderators of gaming forums because it's not going to be fun. Yeah. But, you know, what It kind of, what can you do? You know, all they could do, all Xbox could do is keep plugging away and releasing games. And, you know, we do know that they got so many games that they've got in development. So all they can do is just keep releasing them in a good state. You know, Redfall was released in. Yeah, so let's uh, not do a Redfall again. Yeah, let's not do that. Not have it in sixty frames on console. But um, yeah, I think uh, been that about. I mean, our last podcasts have been sort of, sort of not downbeat. You know, it's just a, it's just video games. It's not like the end of the world or anything like that. But um, hopefully, our next podcast will be a bit more like sort of happier and not ness having to talk about negativity and. And stuff so yes but i think we'll leave it there mr Ross. what do you think i think so you just kind of adding on to that point negativity that is kind of permeates online discussion in pretty much every facet of life to be honest because the vast majority of people seem to be drawn to negativity for some reason and i hate that um mm. i don't really get it and i don't enjoy it and i don't join in on it when it's like when it's you go on a forum thread and it's just like so over the top cynically negative and you're just like just go and do something fun for folks so mm. yes let's please be, let's please talk about something fun next time <laughs> yeah, we will. These, like, it, it makes sense to talk about this stuff because that's kind of the discussion that's ongoing at the moment um mm -hmm. like the last few topics we talked about so it makes sense to address those um, but yeah, I, I don't want to spend all of our time talking about negativity and negative stuff because it's yeah. just mostly yeah. stupid. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll be doing a sort of more lighthearted, um, podcast on a different, on a totally different subject, um, in about two weeks time. Uh, but yeah, the PlayStation showcases this Wednesday. Uh, I don't think I'll watch it. I won't live stream it like I plan to do for the Xbox One because the Xbox One's on a Sunday. It just like I can, we can both, we'll be live streaming it on our Twitch channel. Um, Mr. Oz will be joining me via Discord. Uh, so you can, you know, we'll, we'll grab some couple of cold ones, maybe a little snacky, like a little crisps because we've got to get seat, seated in because I think it's going to be about just an hour and 40 minutes, both showcases, like all together. I know it's going to be a, Xbox have got a longer one than PlayStation for their showcase. Yeah, I'd imagine it's probably going to be two hours all in because you've got the Starfield yeah. direct directly after, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. It's probably going to um, be two hours blocked out. The PlayStation one is probably going to be about 60 minutes. Uh, there'll be a lot of VR stuff, uh, third party, probably in announced Bloodborne 2. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, I'll probably do a re I, I will do I'll probably do a, a like a reaction video to it, because uh, you know how well that reaction videos do. And uh, I better not criticize it like I did last time because uh you know 
some people get a bit annoyed about that but yeah um yeah so that's that's it for us um thanks for listening thanks for watching you can get this podcast on most uh um podcast platforms i think pretty much all of them apart from apple music or apple podcasts as it's called um yeah boo but everywhere else we're available so yeah and a shout out to the people who listen to us in the uk which seems to be all coming from wales at the moment so <laughs> yeah cheers cheers boys cheers boys you know um how do you say wales in in welsh sipru sipru Gumry, I think Gumry. Gumry. crm okay anyway yeah Gumry. take it easy boys thanks for listening thanks for watching we'll see you again oh yeah and continue to watch our let's co-op halo infinite videos it's fun it's a fun game it's fun it's good don't let no. the people that never played it tell you it's a bad game like is apparently yeah. the truth these days yeah so yeah thanks for watching thanks for listening and we'll see you again on the flip side bye-bye